Oh, you don't need this. We aren't talking to Jeff. Nope. Jeff is worthless. Jeff is a pissant. He's retarded. Hello and welcome to Dealing with Philip, a mental health podcast. Uh, today we have with me, we have with me, I have with me, the show, the listeners, all three of you are, uh, including the two of us here. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely listening to this in the future. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was Joe Sanders. Hi, that's and Andrew Kropel. He didn't introduce himself. Yeah, I did. I thought I did. Nope. Oh, my name's Andrew Kropel. I already covered that. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> uh, I like long walks on the beach. Um, Does anyone really like long walks on the beach? I don't know. It hurts your shins after a while because you have. Like, I don't think you're, you're walking on the beach, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's my flat-footedness, but like my heel hits the sand, uh-huh. and then which causes my foot to go more like that, so it's angled up a little bit too much, and it hurts your shins. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So today we have the windows open because it's a nice, balmy 80-something degree out. Just about, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, 78, according to my Apple Watch. So today our... Um, our... <laughs> our, Whoa. our topic is the R word. Rhubarb. Ridiculous. I may have researched the wrong thing. <laughs> oh yeah so we're talking about the word retarded mm-hmm. which is not yeah it's not pc but the other thing is is basically it's using uh mental disorders as shorthand for shortcomings yeah well it's a slur against anyone mm-hmm. who has a mental disorder yes yeah, <laughs> yeah i think so, um, one thing that I've noticed... Well, tell you what. We'll come to that in a little bit. First, Joe, how's your week? My week is going okay. It's been really lazy, actually. I've been watching things and reviewing them, and i record been recording podcasts. I have a job interview today as we're recording this. Oh, awesome. As we're recording this? Yeah, today, the, today we're recording this. <laughs> the day we're recording this, I have a job interview. Is it for the Jackson College? No, God, I wish. Oh. I, I did apply for that job. Oh. I, I sent in my application, so fingers crossed on that. What is it this time? Um, it's just a part-time gig at a, like a storage unit facility oh. that uh, my friend Johnny Blaze works at. And yep. he was taught. We had bad movie night last week, and he was talking about it. I was like. Yeah, we're just looking for someone for a couple of days. Like, I could use a couple of days a week to make a little extra money. So I'm going in Good. today to see about that. No, that's awesome. Like, I mean, it's not, you know, it isn't the perfect job for you. but No, but it's, I, have, I, mean, I have sales experience and I get to work with him probably. I mean, it works for me. Because we, you worked with Meyer. Right. Yeah, I worked at Meyer. Yeah. That's not my only sales experience. <laughs> oh yeah, you worked at like a comic shop too, right? I, I ran a hobby shop. Oh, you ran for it? a while. Yeah, 
you were like the man, a manager or I was I was the store manager. Awesome. That's yeah. kinda cool. I never knew that about you. I just thought you worked there. Oh, it was a garbage job. But oh. you know, being the manager of an entire store sounds pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't worry, I'm sure the three people here, none of which are your potential boss. I don't have I don't really have anything against retail. Yeah. It's definitely not for mm-hmm. me in terms of a career, but I don't mind it like no, I mean job to job. In terms of just you basically ran a comic shop. No comics. No comics. Hobby shop. Hobby shop. Mostly RC trucks and cars. Ooh, those can be fun. I, yeah. I, I enjoy remote controlled stuff. Yeah, me too, but this this was like high end, really expensive RC, like gas run RC stuff. Oh. That cost hundreds of dollars. So like every tenth customer would come in and go, So what do you drive? And I was like, I don't have any of this. I was like, I'm in school. I, 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 I have no money. Bonneville. I have no money whatsoever. <laughs> there's there's no way I'm wasting it on this RC garbage. But you know, you guys should buy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how you worded it. Yeah. Actually, I was at Meyer and they have a Ben's pretzel uh shop there and which is uh like a regional pretzel place thing like i don't know they serve wetzel's pretzels. pretzels yeah pretzels pretzels wetzel's pretzels yeah wetzel's pretzels Whoa. <laughs> so that's a chain of pretzel oh i figured that things but usually in malls mm-hmm. yeah it's exactly like that okay so um i was talking to the manager there um because i work at meyer i can't work at that place unless i'm gone for something like a year from meyer and then I can come back. That's weird. Yeah. Well, they don't want them to steal their cu- uh, their workers. But, uh, gosh, I use uh a lot. <laughs> I know I can cut them out, but that takes a lot of work. <laughs> I take the uhs out of my podcast because that's the kind of quality I shoot for. At quote unquote At guilty. quote unquote guilty. <laughs> SoundCloud.com slash quote unquote guilty. At quote guilty on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no plugs yet. So um, anyway, I was talking to him, and he happens to be the brother of Ben, the actual... The titular Yeah, the ben. titular Ben. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, where are you located out? Like, where's your offices? And he said Goshen, Indiana, which is... I think that's still in Michiana, which is like the Michigan-Indiana border. Yeah, Goshen is pretty close to the border, if I'm thinking of the right place. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I talked to him, and he was. I asked, like, do you know if they need administrative assistance or anything down there? And he said, um, I don't know, but feel free to email them, and feel free to drop my name. <laughs> so I'm going to send an email with my resume down there in, like, this coming week. So you don't want to try to find a job that's like here. Oh no, I do. Okay. Trust me, <laughs> it's just like right now I'm grasping at straws. Okay, because while I understand that Meyer is not a coal mine, you know it's not the worst job in the world. It's nothing against me. coal miners. Yes, our boys in black. Oh, actually, I don't think I said anything wrong about coal mines. I just said that it's hard, dangerous work. That's what I meant by it. Oh, you said it was the worst job in the world. I said, uh, Which it very well could be. I don't know. Yeah, I think Northern Fisherman. I got the black y- lung, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, son. Um. Anyway, yeah, so I'm going to send a letter down there. And, like, Goshen isn't too far. And I could always move to, like, 
more of uh, Decatur or Pawpaw or even down to Berrien Springs, which is only like an hour drive from here. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but I'd much rather find, you know, a job in this area because I'm starting to get familiar with it. And I have like a friend here, you know, Josh. Yeah. (laughs) So who's this Josh guy? (laughs) Sounds like a real jerk. (laughs) Actually, no. (laughs) so yeah that's pretty much my week i'm trying to think i've been slowly cleaning the house right now the next project is the kitchen because i have like some dirty dishes and a little bit of garbage that i have to throw out house cleaning 2017 (laughs) house cleaning house cleaning house cleaning i was saying you you must be cleaning really slowly because the last time i was over here to record it was cleaner than it is now yeah. So I think you're cleaning so slowly that you're... <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is, is uh, since the last recording, I've been lit- like, I've been having 9 to 5, 30, and then 10 to... Or, like, I've been working extremely weird hours and a lot of them. So, like, my body's like, when I get home, I'm like, okay, I have to go to sleep. <laughs> and then, like, what what's horrible is when you have, like, a 2 to 10 p.m., and then you have to be up for 9 o'clock the next morning and work at 9 to 5.30. So, but yeah, whatever. It's better than what it was. So, anywho, on to our topic. The R word. Retarded. Yes. Retarded. And bipolar. Not ADHD. Things like that. So, OCD. That's another big one. Oh, you mean just anytime someone yeah. like, the- u- uses a, a medical term in a derogatory way exactly so or in an ignorant way exactly okay yep um actually i ran into this recently and joe you're probably not going to like this but someone kept on calling uh donald trump they kept on saying he had narcissist disorder personality disorder okay and there's sometimes people are just jerks it's not like they have a mental disorder For instance, (laughs) you you know, Donald Trump, I think, is just, you know, a real butthole. But I don't... doesn't... Actually, when you censor yourself with that word, it sounds even more awful, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a little gross. Yeah. But anyway, a donkey's butt. He's Uh, a real penis weed. (laughs) (laughs) That's much better, Joe. That's... That's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hate Donald Trump. Yeah, but a lot of people say like he has narcissist personality disorder or whatnot, and it's like, is that based on any like thing that he does or says? Because uh, I could I, see it being plausible if there's like a psychologist going, yeah, no, a narcissist does these things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, I wouldn't know. I'm not a narcissist. I'm just amazing. Uh, that's why one thing, like I've stopped calling you a narcissist. <laughs> Because I was like, wait, I can't. I, I, I think do I that. think we all understand the irony of you calling uh-huh. me a narcissist. But even that irony can sometimes be a little bit. It's the know. exact same irony of me calling myself amazing. Like, uh-huh. I don't actually believe that. It's just funny. <laughs> you should believe that, Joe. You should believe that. Oh, uh, you're gonna you're stroking my ego a little bit. Yeah, I get naked here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna pull out the DSM. You know, the Dragon Survival and Machinery Guide, because it's a DSM guide or something like that. The Dragon Survival Make America Great Again. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wait, Trump is the dragon, Illuminati. Just throw that in there. 
So well, I'm hoping we survive the dragon then. Yeah. It's someone someone on the house uh, on the floor of the House of Representatives called for impeachment yesterday. Like yeah. formally called for impeachment. It's, which, you know, is not going to get any traction. It's just No. It's gonna get traction when it's a Republican who does it. Because you need the Republicans in this case because they're the, so you know the first they, Republican congressman not on the House of the not on the floor of the House, but the first Republican congressman did come out in favor of impeachment. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently from Michigan. Oh, yeah. There's the one guy who stepped out of rank from, I think he's from the east side of the state. I think yeah. I don't, from... I don't know what district it is or where it is, but yeah, he's a Michigan Republican. Mm-hmm. So. So they're not all awful. No. And that's the thing is, it used to be like you could be a Republican or a Democrat and like you didn't have that stigma of being the world's most awful person. Mm-hmm. Like you were just, you just had disagreements on how to run the country. Yeah. Right? I'm, more, I'm more of a problem with Republicans who keep defending Trump uh-huh. no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a lot of evidence now that he has committed treason. I mean, which isn't a term we should use lightly. No. Which is, but now that's what he's under investigation for. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed... I mean, that's one of the grounds for impeachment. It's like mm-hmm. treason. There, well, there Cl- are three reasons you can impeach. Clinton was charged with perjury and obstruction of justice. Uh-huh. But, but treason, obviously, is a big one. Mm-hmm. And then two others. The, the only one that's been used is the one where it's like you've committed minor crimes. So, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, I, I have no faith in American democracy, so I don't think anything's actually going to come of this until he's kicked out of office, which and, is maybe the ideal, because if he's impeached, we get Pence for and, the rest of his term. And here's the thing. I'd much rather have Pence than Trump. Uh, yeah, I guess I would, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's a huge bigot, and um, uh-huh. you know, but he's benign. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's going to become one of the forgotten Republicans. Someone made the comparison to Gerald Ford. It was like, yeah, that's kind okay. of mild-mannered and dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ford wasn't quite that way. Ford was much more. He was a moderate. Much. He more he was so. a benign president. Yeah. Though. Uh huh. Just. Yeah. Well, his belief was he was a very hands-off president. I watched a lot of documentaries about him because I don't know. I like learning about presidents, and he's the only one from Michigan. And it's cool that he's from the west side of the state, and not the east side of the state. Grand Rapids. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, a lot of people don't understand why it's such a bad thing to, you know, use retarded or you're so OCD when you're just trying to keep things in order. Because what that does is it basically places another, it makes it hard for people to go to the doctor and, you know, get diagnosed. Because if you look at me, my bipolar disorder is, you know, not that I don't have like the typical bipolar disorder. Like I'm not super happy, super excited and everything. And then down in the dumps. It's not textbook. Yeah. There are well, shades of gray. Well, it's not even textbook. Like what people think bipolar disorder is, is oh, not misconceptions. Text. Yeah. There are a lot of misconceptions about it. And also like with the Trump narcissist thing. People with narcissists... God, that's a really hard word to say multiple times. Narcissism? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, it's narcissist personality disorder. Oh, okay. Narcissistic personality disorder. NPD. Yeah, NPD. Yeah, you know me. 
<laughs> yeah, so NPD. We'll call it NPD now. Narcissistic personality disorder. Exactly. <laughs> but people with that disorder now, when you say, oh, he has NPD, and people with NPD are now being now being equated to Trump, and not in a way where it's like, yes, I have... He might have NPD, but people use it as an insult, which is not right, because it's insulting all those with NPD as well. So by calling Trump a narcissist, we're calling everyone with this with NPD a racist. We're, That's what you're saying. Well, yeah, we're, we're calling... Oh, well, no, we're calling them Trump. We're calling... We're, yeah, we're creating this uh-huh. equation between them. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason with, like, OCD. Like, OCD is a massive complex disorder and if you're just like oh i don't like it when i dot my eye it's over a quarter of an inch instead of right over top like that's you know just you're organized and you might be yeah detail oriented it doesn't mean that you're you have ocd you don't feel like if i don't do that my family's going to die and I understand that that's completely ridiculous, but my mind is telling me I have to do that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, the light's still on. I'm going to have to turn it off like five times in yeah. a specific way. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to get cancer, even though I know I'm not going to get cancer. Mm-hmm. Like those are the thoughts that go through a person with OCDs. Yeah, it's it's scary to see because they did a an interesting portrayal of it on the HBO series Girls. Okay. The main character has OCD. Oh. Which you don't know about until like season three or four it, when it, uh, cause she's, she's dealt with it as a teenager. She's treated it. And then like as stressors build up in her life, it reasserts itself. Yep. And so suddenly she's doing all these little quirks and tinks and you, the audience don't even really know what's going on until you realize she has this history with it. And she has these great scenes about, you know, being a teenager and being up all night because she had to brush her teeth 72 times and, mm-hmm masturbate so many times it was like she she does everything in a set number of mm-hmm. a like, set pattern of a specific number and then when that doesn't work she'll do it again and then it's like okay eight didn't work so let's do eight sets of eight and let you know so uh-huh. yeah so it can be really uh unnerving to watch an actual realistic depiction of ocd i, I don't think i've ever met someone with actual ocd yeah i'm trying to think i don't think so but because then you get like the comedic portrayals of OCD, yeah, um, like Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, the Dude. Sheldon Cooper character has some form of OCD where like has to knock three times, uh-huh. three sets of three, and you know uh-huh. he has all these compulsions. But it's it's dismissed as cute and quirky and oh Sheldon, mm. which is you know not healthy. Like yeah. it makes it so it diminishes it yeah it makes you now the laughing stop Mm -hmm. and also it's just a complete misconception and then you have bipolar disorder which is what everyone says where they're like oh i'm so bipolar i feel happy and then sad and then happy and sad it's like you mean you feel emotions (laughs) (laughs) you know it's okay to be happy one moment and sad the next moment it's uh, bipolar disorder is like how much money did you spend on airsoft equipment? I don't know why I keep... As a random that. example that has no pertaining yeah. to anyone in this conversation. No, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or, like, oh, man, schizophrenic. That's actually one that's a huge one, because a lot of people thought that that meant seeing things, but it really means 
No. What did they think? They oh, thought split. it meant split personality. Yeah. They, yeah, the multiple personality. But it, it means hearing and seeing things that are not there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's just not good. It's It's not good for mental health to use these words as insults. I mean, it's really the same thing with race or religion or gender. Uh-huh. It's like, it's all it comes down to ignorance. Yeah. It's perpetuating stereotypes that are ludicrous, and because people are troglodytes who refuse to educate themselves about things. I have no clue what that word is. A troglodyte is a person who is intentionally ignorant, purposely ignorant. Yep, awesome. You have a word of the day calendar or app, don't you? (laughs) Twitter account? I learned that one from the Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh. She she uses the word troglodyte, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to look up what that means. (laughs) And I was like, oh, now I'll never forget. By the way, Lost World, the best Jurassic Park movie. Absolutely the best Jurassic Park movie. Have you done an episode? Yeah. That? Yeah, we've done it on. Yeah. Quug. Quug? <laughs> yeah, I guess mine is... Dwip. <laughs> it's cool. It kind of sounds like when Spider-Man runs out of web fluid. <laughs> Dwip. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... I guess this episode is going to be really short, because <laughs> I can't think of anything else to talk about with this. Well, I would say, like, when I was a kid, I used the word retarded all the time. Yeah. Actually, like, like not even, it was just like a general insult. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, you are stupid, you are mentally deficient, or it was all those things, but it was just like, you're retarded. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The other one that I don't hear as much anymore, and it isn't a mental disorder, but calling things gay. Oh god, I hate that, that so much. Like that that's one. still really common. Like yeah. I work in high schools, uh-huh. and people will like whip that out in class because mm-hmm. it's so commonplace to call something bad gay. I remember back when we were in high school, I was like the only person who like I would yell at, like not yell at people, but I'd be like, "Yeah, don't you shouldn't say this." Like it, it's completely demeaning. <laughs> like yeah. you're calling a whole group of people. Dumb, idiotic, stupid. I think all those three words basically mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, true synonymy is n- not non-existent. No two words mean exactly the same thing. So play on, <laughs> play on. Like no and no, no. Those are <laughs> synonyms. No, <laughs> they're homonyms. Homonyms. Homophone. Sorry, homophones. homophones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Synonym would be. They don't mean the same no, thing. No, they don't. Yeah, synonym is two words that mean the same thing. Is that a pun? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dang it, I'm going to have to edit that one out. Yeah. No, yeah, hearing gay, like... That one bothers me a lot. And I I have to admit, I I was probably one of those kids, like, in middle school, who would use gay as a general derogatory, oh, that's gay. That's Mm -hmm. retarded. Yeah. Uh, I, I had an older sister who was going to college... So one time I accidentally whipped up. That's a euphemism, quote unquote, going to college. (laughs) And your sister used to be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. One of these episodes, I need to invite some of my gay and bi friends on here to talk about sexuality. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Like that used to be gay thing. Like you're laughing at that now, but like my family believes my sister's straight. She's not bi. But anyway, does she does she identify as bi? I I believe so. Because um, there's a lot of you know self. There's a lot yeah. of uh, labels for various yeah like I've heard sexual orientations. Pan, uh, pansexual, demisexual, 
asexual is something omnisexual, which I think is pansexual, really. No the way word, I under, the no way I understand two words it mean the same thing, Joe. No <laughs> two words. Well, I I think yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if omnisexual is really a thing, but the way I understand the definition, it's pansexual. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's more of an evolution of a word. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we got off on a tangent, <laughs> like we never do on this show. I, I swear do you want to hear a funny story about my sexuality? It's right. a, it's kind of appropriate. Uh, all right. I'll let you judge it when you're editing. Okay. I went and saw David Sedaris do a reading. Okay. And David Sedaris is, he writes nonfiction essays about his own life. And he's really funny and he's really talented and uh, he's really gay. He's super, he's a super homosexual. Like, does he walk around with an S on his chest? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, a G. <laughs> Sometimes <SG>. an H. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, he's, he's gay. And one of the things about Sedaris, he writes in his books a lot, it's about how he loves touring and reading and meeting people. So he will sit around after the reading for hours until everyone who wants to meet him and get their book signed or whatever meets him. So me and some friends went to this reading. He came to Kalamazoo was at Miller. And afterwards, we waited like an hour and a half, two hours to get our book signed and meet him. Um, and I was so exhausted and like so many times during that I wanted to leave, but I'm glad I didn't. Cause when I got up there, he signed my book. He says, Hey, what's your name? How's it going? Um, and I said, I'm Joe. And he said, Joe, on a scale of one to 10, how heterosexual are you? And I said, um, I, I'm a, I'm a 10. Yeah, I guess. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, assuming 10's like the most heterosexual you can be, probably a 10. And he said, yeah, 10's like a rapist. I was like, oh, yeah, 10. (laughs) (laughs) Which made him laugh. It made me laugh. And he said, Joe, I've been waiting all night for someone to tell me that they were a 10. (laughs) So that I could give them this. And he pulls out this, like, card. And he hands it to me. And I open it. And I pull it out. And it's a picture. It's Do you know those, like, 3D glass things that you drop the image in? Uh, Like the... Yeah, you I drop know. a card in and it makes it like a 3D image. Uh-huh. It was one of those, and the picture was of a diseased vagina, like uh, a syphilitic yeah. vagina. I remember you telling me this. Story. <laughs> I probably showed you the slide because I still have it. No, I lived never... here when it happened. I never showed it to you. No, you never showed it. Oh man, I did you a favor. Yeah, I've heard. I still <laughs> have it in the same book that I had him sign. Uh huh. Um, it's horrifying, <laughs> but it was just one of the most surreal experiences of my life. But yeah, on the spectrum of sexuality i am straight uh-huh. nothing against anyone who's anywhere else on the spectrum i'm just completely straight and so the kinsian scale you're a one or a i'm not zero. i'm not familiar with how the kinsey so, scale works but yeah basically whatever that whatever sets the extreme one one is you are attracted only to the opposite sex yeah. five is you are attracted to the same sex and then going in between so sure then it's like, three is absolutely bi. I find them both equally attractive. Uh, two is, like, you know, I find women more attractive, but there are definitely guys out there that I would date. And uh, same with the four. It's I find guys attractive, mostly, but there are some women out there I'd want to date. Sure. So, so yeah, I'd be a one, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe you have zero, which is I don't see... Number one, you can still see, like, attractive features in men and be like, okay, I can understand why. I'd still be a one uh, then, yeah. And But there's zero, which is like, I do not 
see how anyone could be attracted. I've to never had any sexual interest in a man, mm-hmm. but I can understand why. Uh, I can see attractive uh, features in men. And that's one way how you can completely freak out someone who's like, oh, I hate gay people, or I hate the F word, the three-letter F word. Uh, or the six-letter F word that the three-letter F word is short for. Exactly. <laughs> you can say, oh, okay, so do you have any clothes that you look good in? And if they say yes, that means that they know what attractive men look like because they're trying to make themselves look attractive to women. Mm -hmm. Like they're modeling somehow themselves off of someone else, be it probably someone in their mind. So that means that at some level, they know they have a sexual understanding of what men are, you know, supposed to look like or not supposed to look like they know what they would want to see in a man. Yeah. So if you want to really freak out, like, the Westboro Baptist Church, (laughs) those are ways how you can do it. I like to freak them out with a barrage of gunfire. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Speaking of, we need to do Red State on quote-unquote guilty. Yeah. We definitely need to do that one. That's one of Kevin Smith's greatest films. I'd put it at, like, number two. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember liking it a lot. Uh, I, ha- I have the next Kevin Smith thing all picked out for quote-unquote guilty. Do you want to say what it is on air? No. Anyway, going back to the original story, I once said something was gay to my sister, and she got upset with me because, you know, that's a horrible thing to say. Uh-huh. And she explained, like, people can't help themselves, or even if they can, what harm is it doing you? So from that point on, I was like, you know what? Using gay is like really dumb, which used to be a word that probably we shouldn't use, but we don't have a word for people who do things that are bad. You mean dumb? Yeah. That meant that you couldn't talk. I know what dumb means. (laughs) (laughs) For those That's actually a good point. Like uh, dumb, um, dumb would be almost the original... For, like, just because someone can't talk, they're stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of exactly what uh-huh. we're talking about here. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, you could say stupid or uh-huh. idiotic, mm-hmm. moronic. But those also used to be medical terms, too. Being an idiot and being a moron. I think idiot was, uh, like... Unintelligent? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I think it was... one is. Well, like, you're, you're not yeah. using it a derogatory term. You're not using it in an ignorant way. You're doing it to describe someone accurately. Yeah. Anyway. You're saying it's unintelligent. <laughs> we're ignorant. down a, like... Almost like a white guilt, Man, sort of. <laughs> I feel like I took the red pill, or the blue pill, whichever one is the, the, is the good pill. one. It's red pill because uh, the men's right activists always call themselves the red pill because they take it and now they see the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just the term men's rights activist makes me laugh. <laughs> or meninist, as we are, like to be called. We already have all the rights, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the point. <laughs> Well, especially Joe and I, like, people, like, we're both white dudes. White, straight men. Uh I mean, we have all the rights. In fact, I'm also, like, non-denominational Christian. So so I'm a white Christian uh, Protestant man in his 30s. (laughs) Yeah, I'm oppressed more than you are because I'm Uh an atheist. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, the, um, I would actually tell people, like, stop it. When I'm, and... I'm sure after a while of telling people this, they're like, oh yeah, he's gay. And like, literally gay. Yeah, because to be an ally Uh of the gays, Uh of the gays, (laughs) of the gay community, Uh 
of the LGBTQA community mm-hmm. is uh, to be of the LGBTQ community. <laughs> yeah. Because A means ally or asexual. I can't wait until they come up with like a little bit more of a succinct you know, statement. I've yeah. Heard, like, they tried to reclaim queer, but that's has a specific definition now. Yeah. It's not just, it's not someone who's gay. It's someone who doesn't identify as a particular gender is a queer. But yeah. I don't know. At the same time, it's like, I'm not sure I would be able to say that because I've heard it. It'd be the same as like using, if suddenly black people were like, Hey, you can use the N word now to describe us. And it's like, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> That would be an extreme example. Uh-huh. But, um, but it's that same sort yeah. of thing. But yeah, queer, but queer was kind of was thrown around as a derogatory term for a long way, a long time. Uh-huh. Queer traditionally meaning abnormal. Yeah. But yeah, they really reclaimed it and said that yeah, we're not normal, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is we're not quote unquote normal, but that's okay. What's the word we're trying to reclaim? I can't remember. Retard. No. I, I, eh, whatever. Anyway. As straight white men, what are we trying to reclaim? <laughs> Cracker? <laughs> That's our word! Cracker! That's the thing about white racial slurs is they're all so adorable. I had a Cracker, gringo. Happen. What's gringo, another one? Gringo, actually, depending on where you're from, is a derogatory thing. It just meant that they saw green and because the army was there and they would be going around everywhere. So green go. Really? Yeah. That's where it comes from? I know. <laughs> it's like a Spanish yeah. word, gringo. Yeah, I know. Weird, okay. Yeah, my friend from Venezuela, like, he told me, yeah, that's where it comes from. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it it depends on which country you're from. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of that, another one that is not, it's not a bad word at all, is Mexican. I have a hard time, like, calling my friends Mexican who happen to be Mexican, because in Decatur, that used to be a slur. Like, oh, you're one of the Mexicans, or... So it's... I have a hard time using Mexican just because it's specific to Mexico, and uh-huh. it, it feels like if the person's from anywhere else, mm-hmm. that is inaccurate. Yeah. It's like calling someone Scottish English. Uh-huh. Or Welsh English. Uh-huh. Or Irish English, because that refers to someone from England. You can say British, that encompasses all of them. Um, except for Irish. Yeah. <laughs> the But, um... Yeah, the thing is, is, you know, I would always call them Latin American or... Hispanic. Hispanic. Is the accepted... Well, they're both, because I just had a... Well, Latin of, American's fine, yeah. yeah. Even Latino or Latina. Oh, yeah. It's gender specific, but yeah, Hispanic. Yeah. My friend actually told me, it depends on who you're talking to, whether you should call them Latino or Hispanic, because if they're Hispanic and they say they're Hispanic... Call them Hispanic. Don't Hispanic call them seems like the safer PC term. It isn't. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole, like, it's divided. Because Hispanic means, I, I was talking to him, and forgive me if I'm wrong, if one of the three listeners is... Yeah, the, the white guy, the white straight guys are not going yeah. to fix racism. Yeah. We're just having a conversation, trying yeah. to fill in the gaps so, here. Hispanic means you side a little bit more with, like, the Spanish influence, where Latino is more you side with the your Latin heritage, your uh, native heritage, hmm. the indigenous people. It's so it's interesting because I worked for the census in 2010, mm-hmm. the U.S. Census, when I believed in America <laughs> and and wanted minimum wage. How was that? It was fine. 
Like, what did you do? Yeah, you go door to door and ask questions. Oh, okay. They give you forms to fill out. That sounds like, it sounds like fun. It it was fine, yeah. Except, again, I'm not sure I want to know what people think now that. No, it's not, it wasn't like polling. It was just head counting. It was, so, it was how many people live in the residence as of, you know, April of whatever year, like, Uh as of a particular date. You know, what race do you identify by, gender do you identify by, that kind of thing. It was not okay. like, are you a Democrat or Republican? Okay. On a scale of one to ten, how many bullets would you put in Trump's head if you could? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Now we're blacklisted. <laughs> Come at me, NSA. You know you don't want this. Actually, you don't want this country. They they already are. They hear us with our phones. Yeah, they're looking through my camera right now. Mm-hmm. Joe is now flipping off the camera. I can say <laughs> that because it isn't being shown. Although that's really PG, isn't it? Flipping, flipping off? people off. Oh, people get really upset when you flip them off. Well, I mean, of course they do. But I mean, uh, PG rating. Like if you were on. No, I think it's no. It doesn't get blurred out anymore, does it? Mm-hmm. Not on TV. No, you can you can raise the middle finger on TV now. Mm-hmm. I'd say PG thirteen. Yeah. So anyway, you were taking the census in April. Yeah, and one of the race identification classifications was, or it was a whole separate question. Actually, it was uh-huh. well, I mean, maybe this does fall in. It was like, do you identify identify as Hispanic or non-Hispanic? So maybe. So it wasn't even like part of the racial thing. It was like just, are you Hispanic or non-Hispanic? Yeah. So now I'm thinking about it. It's like maybe it was more responsible than I'm giving it credit for. But yeah, I just assumed Hispanic was the blanket term that was most accepted. Like Negro. Oh, man. I wish Ray were here. Yeah. He he makes my ironic racism funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now now you just sound like a pure bigot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Without Ray, I'm just, without Ray around, I just seem like a bigot. Yeah. No. Uh, I use black. <laughs> I heard someone refer to a, a black British person as an African American. I was like, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that one. I've heard someone say that. About- they, were, they were talking about the Harry Potter thing. Like, they cast a, a black actress to play Hermione in the stage play of oh, Harry Potter yeah. a couple of years ago now. Uh-huh. Maybe not that long. A year ago now. Yeah. And he's used the term African American. like, oh man, the PC is like ingrained in your head. She's not an American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's an African Brit or a black Brit, as I like to call. <laughs> I, I had a friend from Canada who is black and we always called him uh, Afro-Canadian. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I had a friend also who was exactly the same thing. Uh, he, we were talking about people from Africa and he was like, I remember him being like, and they're, you know, black, no, African-American. And he just (laughs) couldn't figure out, like, the right way to say, you know, like, dark-skinned. Because there are also (laughs) white Africans, thanks to South Africa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Charlize Theron's an African-American. Yeah, I know a ton of white African-Americans. So, one thing that upsets me also is, for some odd reason... PC is starting to turn into a negative word. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're getting too PC. And it's like, no, we're just treating people with a little bit more respect. I think what people mean when they say people are too PC is that they are losing their sense of irony or losing their sense of humor. Yeah. And, then, you know, by if someone is insulted, then you should take personal responsibility for insulting them. But yelling at someone for using a term ironically... 
when you're not the target of that seems like you're getting a little bit too worked up. I don't know. It's it's all very complicated. But I, I try to be too PC. <laughs> like, unless I, I, like, with people I'm familiar like, with like and, Ray like, I have that kind of relationship with, uh-huh. yeah. Like, Ray and I have a blast just shooting the crap. <laughs> I'll never forget when we went to see, was it Rogue One? Yes! When... when <laughs> Uh, here, you tell the story. Uh, we went to see Rogue One. Andrew, Ray, and I raise our um, enormous Muslim black friend. Yeah, he's what? Probably like 6'5"? Yeah, probably around um, there. Um, and bulky. He's yeah. like a refrigerator. He's yeah. like... He's, a, he's, he's, he's not fat. No, he's not fat. He's just massive. Uh-huh. Um, so we went to see Rogue One, <laughs> and Ray was lumbering down the aisle at me <laughs> and crawling over me to get to the seat next to me. <laughs> And I, I casually mentioned to him, I, I, I asked very politely, Ray, would you mind not being so big and black at the same time? And the woman sitting in front of us <laughs> turned around was like, he can't help being big. He can't help being tall, <laughs> or whatever she said. I was like, yeah, Ray, if you could just stop being black, that'd be a huge help. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, he can't help that either. Oh, it's <laughs> like, lady, there are three of us here and we're friends. He knows that, like, I think both of us consider him, like, a, one of our, you know, best friends. Yeah, he's uh-huh. he raised one of my favorite people in the world. He's he's an absolute sweetheart, and, you know, he's just trying to survive the Trump regime. Because he's got a double whammy. Yeah, being black and Muslim in this America is not okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, He's just trying to keep his head down for yep. the next three and a half years. Which is hard, because, as we said, six foot five. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He's big. Uh-huh. Like if you He's very vocal in his politics. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could see like people who are either racist or are not familiar with being around black people a lot because um yeah, people who are just not comfortable around black people. If you saw him walking down the street, like I could see people being like, "Oh, I should probably move over to the other side just because he's such an imposing guy." Uh-huh. But yet yeah, he's like the biggest sweet oh god he's a teddy bear Uh uh-huh it's it's so nice Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) he's like the antithesis to joe (laughs) (laughs) he's he's the opposite of me in every way pretty much like religion skin color height (laughs) sweetness (laughs) exactly but um i'm thinking one of these times i want to get like a all minority panel on the show yeah and just talk about issues that they have so this occurred to me this this makes me think of another thing that's relevant to today's topic there are there are like positive there are words used irresponsibly in a positive way like if something's very good they'll say that's white that's awfully white of you yeah yeah (laughs) it's like we're just adopting white as a synonym for good and that's also weird i always thought that that was being said because my whenever we say it at our house it was always like irony film like so yeah i mean all of these can be used ironically Uh what are some other quote unquote positive ones um that's that's the one i thought of um yeah, I can't think of another example. No. Never mind, I'll cut that out. <laughs> Mostly language is used as a weapon to destroy. <laughs> uh-huh. It's yeah. rarely used to uh, build up, even irresponsibly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, do you have any final thoughts on this topic? Well, I-, I mentioned using the word retarded a lot when I was a kid. One day, my mom made me look it up, because uh-huh. I called my brother retarded. Uh-huh. I was like, you don't even know what that word means, go look it up. And I looked it up, I was like, yeah. 
this is basically exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now that you're older, it's like, oh, gosh, sometimes when I look back. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. It's not one of those cringeworthy things. I was like, yeah, I was ignorant. You educate yourself. You can't harp on your ignorance. You just do something about it. I know another one that we need to talk about, which is either autistic Ooh, or yeah. like Asperger, yeah. which is something that a lot of people self-diagnose, which is going to be another episode, holy. But when someone has Asperger's or uh, is on the... Um, it's on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one that gets thrown around quite a bit. And, you know, I I have a cousin who's autistic. And it's... He's, like, the nicest kid ever. Granted, by kid, I mean 28-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, he lives on his own. Like, he lives in an assisted living place, but mm-hmm. pretty much on his own. Nice kid. And... Whenever I hear people say, oh, that's so autistic, it's almost the equivalent of retarded. Yeah. Like, I mean, they that's basically, use it interchangeably. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, no, don't, please don't say that. <laughs> it hurts each time I hear that. So, yeah, don't use autism or autistic or retarded or gay or, uh, Jew. Jew. Jew's uh-huh. an, here's another one that uh-huh. people, is somewhat commonplace. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was used a lot in high school. That one made me super angry whenever people said, oh, that's so Jewish. It's like, yeah. You are or Jewing like, someone down. Uh huh. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to ramble on if we keep on talking. So, Joe, uh, I understand you did some research. Yeah. I, I researched rhubarbs, the other R word, the, maybe the more important R word. It is good. It's tasty. And well, it's a. It's it's a very bitter vegetable. Okay. That gets cooked along with fruits. And oh. me and Amanda made a, a strawberry rhubarb pie that I thought I would talk about a little bit. Oh, okay. Because I had her send me the recipe. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a strawberry, strawberry rhubarb pie <laughs> recipe <laughs> if you want. Cooking with Philip. Cooking with Philip. No, baking with Philip. Baking with Philip. Hang on, I don't know. She sent me two different recipes because she mashed them up. So this is gluten free. Did I say that? No. It's gluten-free, because Amanda's gluten-free, so we do all of our baking gluten-free. She is legitimately gluten-free. Yeah, it's not like a, a lifestyle choice for her. Uh-huh. It's like she has an allergic reaction to gluten. Yeah. It a- gives her very intense migraines. About six months ago, she ate a Kit Kat bar, mm-hmm. and I left her to rot because she knew what she was doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go through this whole recipe. Maybe maybe post in the show notes. No, I want you to go through the whole recipe, Joe. <laughs> all right. We're stopping the show because of you, Joe. All right. Well, this is the crust we used for the pie. Let me find it. I'm leaving all this in, by the way. All the blanks and stuff? Uh Uh-huh. Because I think it makes for good podcasting. Uh, Okay. Ingredients. Two and one-half cups all-purpose flour. Two and one-half cups of all-purpose flour. Which I assume we just substituted gluten-free all-purpose flour. Probably. There's a bunch of gluten-free flours, but... Uh It, it might have been all purpose. I think when she bakes, she usually uses like almond flour. Uh huh. That's possible. So almond flour, probably one and a quarter teaspoons of salt, six tablespoons of butter, um, chilled and cubed. Oh, okay. Three quarters cups vegetable shortening chilled, mm-hmm. half a cup of water. Uh, you mix the flour and salt together in a large bowl, and the butter and shortening. Oh, add the butter and shortening to that using a pastry cutter. Or two forks, cut the batter and shortening into the mixture. 
until it resembles coarse meal. Pea-sized bits with a few larger bits of fat is okay. Okay. A pastry cutter makes this step very easy and quick. What we did is we made this dough out of those ingredients, and then we split it in half, and we did like a bottom layer and a top layer. Okay. So, yeah, you make your dough, you make two things, you roll it all out, and gluten-free, it's hard to roll out the dough, but uh-huh. try it out. Maybe add in a little bit more water. Um, and then the filling, strawberry rhubarb filling... I'm assuming strawberry and rhubarb. Strawberry and rhubarb were both part of it. Any blueberries? Um, we have done blueberry rhubarb before. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really good. I never um, thought about it, but yeah, that would probably taste good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't do... I mean, you could probably do strawberry, blueberry rhubarb. It'd be delicious, too. And then you'd have, like, red and blue. All you need is... Well, I guess the crust is kind of white, or you can serve it a la mode. Yeah. And then you're all patriotic and stuff. So that'll never happen in the Joe household. <laughs> <laughs> um, this calls for three cups of sliced rhubarb. Uh-huh. Uh, two and a half cups chopped strawberries. So that's like Ooh. one thing, one uh, quart like, that you buy at uh, Meyer or a whatever. Pound. A, a pound. A yeah. Um, that's about what we used. A third cup packed light brown sugar. One third cup granulated sugar. One quarter cup cornstarch. One quarter teaspoon of salt. One tablespoon of orange juice. Really? A half teaspoon of pure vanilla extract, two tablespoons of unsalted butter cut into small pieces, and one large egg, lightly beaten with one tablespoon of milk. So we stir the rhubarb, strawberries, brown sugar, sugar, cornstarch, salt, orange juice, and vanilla extract together in a large bowl, set aside, preheat the oven, and put it in the put it in the what pie pre- crust. What do you heat it up to? Uh, this calls for 400 degrees, and then we cooked probably for about 20 minutes. Okay. I remember we cooked for the estimated time of like 12 to 15 minutes, and, and then, it wasn't done. Yeah. But this is not a gluten-free recipe, so mm-hmm. cooking gluten-free is like a different chemistry. It's, yeah. It's different. Because baking is chemistry where cooking mm-hmm. is art. Yeah. I mean, you bake it until it's brown and crispy. Yeah. We could have even stood to bake it a little longer than we did. Okay. Well, yeah, you had a full crust, too. Yeah, we had the full crust on top. Uh-huh. So that can sometimes... Make it a little bit more difficult. Serve warm with a dollop of vanilla ice cream. It's amazing. Mm, sounds so good. Gluten-free ice cream. Oh, another fun fact I learned about rhubarb in my research. Uh-huh. The leaves of the rhubarb plant are poisonous. Yep. I don't know who decided, hmm, let's eat this. Oh my god, I do not feel good. Okay, let's try the stem. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing that's always baffled me. I don't know. I assume they started with... The root is the clearly edible part. Uh-huh. And then someone must have just tried the leaves for fun <laughs> and died, and they're like, oh, we probably shouldn't do that again. It's like uh, the cashew, the shell, and it's technically like from the same family as poison ivy and poison oak and stuff hmm. like that. But uh, with cashews, you'd never serve them with the shell because they're poisonous. And so you have to get inside the shell, like, really wash it off and, like, cook it, and then you can eat it. So even the raw cashews are not raw. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Um, I have no clue who decided to even attempt that. Like, after just touching it, like, I'd be like, oh, my hand is burning. My <laughs> next thought wouldn't be, let me get this in my belly. <laughs> it's good advice, Andrew. It's awfully white of you. Ah. Thanks. Thanks for not being <laughs> retarded, Joe. 
<laughs> oh god, I feel bad even after saying that. So, so. gay, so gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So that's an example of what not to do. Yeah, yeah. We like to demonstrate both here uh-huh. at dealing with Philip or yeah. Dwip. 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 Okay. So Joe, plug stuff. Uh, quote unquote guilty. That's my podcast about guilty pleasures. Also, if you want to contribute to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash word salad, which supports Dwip as well as Quug, Kag, and Kumpa. <laughs> Those were Cadaver Cast and the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews. <laughs> Yeah, we need better acronyms. Yeah, that's, those are suck. Those are yeah. terrible. Yeah, it says Quug and Doop. Yeah, awful acronyms. Yeah, man. We do not do well. There's, okay, sorry. Uh, I work at Meyer, and they have these commercials that run. Take me to Tortilla Land. I've heard people like <laughs> be like, I was going to kill myself if I heard that one more time. That was the big the one look, when I worked there. I saw the look in their eyes, and they were not joking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But I hear there's like an LPGA tour going on, and Meyer is hosting one of them. Latin Progressive Golf Association. Exactly. Really? <laughs> so, uh, What's but, LPGA? Uh, the Ladies Pro Golf oh, Association. So I was close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. They have a hashtag out. Because they're donating everything to, like, food or something. I forgot what the hashtag is exactly, but it's hashtag for hunger. Which four are they talking about? <laughs> Which four would you use? Would you use the golf four? F-O-R-E? Would you use... If I knew it was golf-related, yeah, I probably would. Or F-O-R-E? for the number four, possibly? As I, would, I, would think, I would think for the preposition. For hunger. Okay. F-O-R hunger. Yeah, it's F-O-R-E hunger. Yeah, unless you know it's a golf thing, I don't know uh-huh. if that would be clear. Yeah, so it's like the world's worst hashtag. Yeah. Way to go, Meyer. Yeah, it should be like putt for hunger or something. Uh-huh. Or, you know. Drive put, for hunger. Yeah, drive for hunger. That's, there we go. That's way better. I fixed it, LPGA. Or hunger drive. Hunger drive is pretty uh-huh. good. So. Or hunger games. <laughs> I think hashtag hunger games is probably already a thing. <laughs> well, it would definitely make the golf more interesting if we gave each people a back, each person a backpack, and they had to hunt each other to the death. Yeah, and but, the, and the two survivors have to play eighteen. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, all I have to plug really is this show. Oh, and we have a Patreon exclusive episode coming up. Uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/wordsalad and. Uh, feel free to donate as much or as little as you want. Yeah, I think any pay, any amount you pledge, Probably you get access to the Patreon stuff. A dollar? I don't even think that I'd put the dollar minimum on it. It's, oh, okay. it's literally any contribution gets you access. Maybe I should do at least a dollar, but, you know, for now it's any any contribution. Yeah, and we have special bonus episodes of Quug, the Countdown PC, <laughs> and... Because it's cadavercast is one word. Yeah, it's just C. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, do that. There's also going to be, or is there already, a special episode of a new podcast we're trying out called The List of Shame. The List of Shame! <laughs> Dang it, <Joe. laughs> 
So <laughs> it's edited. I'm just waiting for Andrew to write some music for it. Yeah, because I'm a lazy bum. There might be a couple of episodes up there by the time this comes uh, out. So uh, basically, all that is is I haven't seen a lot of movies that by the age of thirty I probably should have seen. So uh, when you start to see some of the things we talk about, you're going to agree with that. Yeah, we the first episode we did was Casablanca, and I think I nailed it. So basic premise is. I come up with a list detailing what the movie is going to be like before I ever see the movie. And then we watch the movie, come back, and I try and argue that my list was perfect to Joe, who is judge and executioner sometimes. I told the uh, the premise to Keith when we recorded the other day, uh-huh. and he said it sounded like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. And then we... It's scored, but... Not really. No, it's really scored. You either you either get a trophy, which is a trophy, something as a good thing I invent uh-huh. that you get, or a, a punishment, which is a bad thing that happens to you off mic. Yeah. So both things are completely real, though. Mm-hmm. They always happen. Yeah. There's no way how we could just be faking. It, it is in my power to give you the things either positively or negatively that I assign. Uh huh. Which he does absolutely. Yep. So that's about it. Joe, hashtag, one nice thing. Oh, I did not prepare at all. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I actually, for the first time in like three years, applied for a job. Applied for a teaching job. Awesome. Good. Good. So It's the only one in the area, so I don't know when I'll do it again, because mm-hmm. I really don't want to move, but I'll probably have to look elsewhere. I'll have to probably have to branch out and look for full-time jobs this summer. Is yeah. it Jackson? Jackson was the yeah. one I applied to, yeah. Okay. Joe, do you have something? <laughs> no. What are you, why are you being retarded? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, one nice thing. I actually have a paying writing gig. What? How that? What's this? I can't really talk about it. Tell me all the things. Hashtag fake booking. <laughs> Except we aren't on Facebook, so that makes no sense. Hashtag vague casting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have a paying gig coming up here soon. Well, so, you have to tell me about it off project. microphone. Yeah, I guess I will. Yeah, Even though I have an NDA, so I probably shouldn't. Tune in to Quote Unquote Guilty, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> yep, so awkward silence. We'll pull a Craig Ferguson. I forgot he did that. Uh-huh. I miss that show. I really liked it, too. Yeah. I don't watch any late night shows. One nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That's enough. Word Salad Productions. Wonky Oranges, Righteous Dragons.